0: Everybody and welcome back to the pod. This is Hot Philosophy with Saya and Sky. I am Sky and I am studying economics and politics at Columbia,
1: and I'm Saya and I'm studying chemistry at UC San Diego.
0: So for any new listeners, Saya and I are middle school besties who both love philosophy and are questionably good at it. So this podcast tries to bring philosophy into the everyday and make it hot, make it exciting. You can listen to this on SoundCloud, my blog, hotphilosophy.org, or very exciting update, guys. It is now on Spotify. All right. We've made it to the big leagues. We've already had 100 listeners. Next stop, a million. We are on the path. Very exciting stuff. Before we get into our big philosophical topic for today, I want to know, Saya, how are you doing? Give me updates.
1: School's rough. Uh, I'm sure you understand what I mean. Yes. One of my professors is requiring that we physically mail him our homework What? Um, to his house. Yeah, I've been dealing crazy. with that, transcribing everything onto paper so I can mail <laughs> it. But other than that, you finally paid off my loan at Animal Crossing, but we got that second story. <laughs> Things are going well. Things are looking up. That is a big deal. Congratulations. Okay, so for my update, some of
0: you guys, some of our listeners, I think, have probably been following along my skateboarding, longboarding journey. Since quarantine began, I decided I wanted a new hobby, a fun thing to do around. And I started skateboarding. It was pretty sketchy at first, but I can make it down hills now. So major accomplishment for me been practicing like 30 minutes every day next thing you know it's gonna be incredible but that's been keeping me excited during quarantine so it's the little things it's the little things. it really is the little things i know you guys are very excited to hear about our philosophical conversation for this week so we will get right into it today we're gonna try and answer two questions the first one Do we live in an uncertain world? Is there any kind of logic or do we live in uncertainty? And the second question is, if we do live in an uncertain world, how can we respond and lead meaningful, fulfilling lives within it? First off, I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. And then Saya is going to give you hers. I think the past couple of months have opened a lot of people's eyes to the uncertainty that we live with. We have this pandemic that's killing indiscriminately and has totally transformed our everyday. And then alongside that, we have all kinds of news on injustices like the death of Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia. And it seems like the world is not rational. There is no just system of punishment and reward. And this is really, really frustrating. I would say before, I was definitely someone that subscribed to this idea that good is rewarded, bad is punished, and just follow your passions, find the right job, and you can live a happy life. But that's really been thrown up into the air for me. Don't think I can agree with that anymore. Saya, I wanna hear what you think. Do you think our world is unpredictable and uncertain, or is there some kind of logic to it? I have a
1: lot of thoughts about this, and I always have. Ultimately, I think that yes, the world is uncertain, and evidence for that is the fact that people, since the beginning of humanity, have looked for a way to explain everything that being mainly religion, I personally have never believed that there is any divine path in this world or any divine right and wrong that governs things that people do, such as like karma. So the scientist in me has always felt that there things don't happen for a reason and that in hindsight, it's easy to think that, but in reality, it's a combination of random events and your own choices that lead your life to be whatever it ends up being. And although that sounds really depressing, it's always been a source of comfort to me because I know that I'm so small in this universe that my life is whatever I decide I want it to be. Even though that sounds counterintuitive, I think that because we're so small in the universe and because there's no divine logic that governs it, you can have faith knowing that your own decisions are ultimately what will lead you to happiness.
0: I think you've raised some really important points and... I like that you've said that you look to the uncertainty as a positive thing, a thing that can actually make your life more meaningful. It's a common thing that people hate change. They hate surprises. I think it's easy to look at uncertainty as a bad thing. Love hearing a perspective that actually takes it the good way. Let's build on that. I want to bring in some philosophers. So I've been reading this book called The Path by Michael Pewitt. He's a professor at Harvard, and he has this really popular undergraduate lecture series on Chinese philosophy and he brought that to book form so that more people could read about it and learn from this. This one chapter really stood out to me on this topic on uncertainty. He brings in two Confucian philosophers that were existing at about the same time, fourth century BCE in Warring States period China. We have Mosey and Mencius and they bring us conflicting views on the matter. Mosey we can think of very similar to America's Protestant beginnings. This idea that there is a heavenly deity that's telling us what's right and wrong and society should be structured to realize those visions of right and wrong. You follow that and you can live a fulfilling life. That's a lot of how America functions right now. You have your favorite self-help Instagram accounts or books, find your inner passion, live your truth, and you'll be happy. Mencius, on the other hand, He had seen some things, okay? He had this vision of founding a society built on Confucian values, and he had finally been given this ministerial appointment to help him do that. But he became little more than a way to justify the king's own decisions and aggression. So he returned home defeated. From these experiences, he developed this worldview that our world is uncertain, unpredictable, and irrational. And I think that translates a lot into what we're experiencing today from that, we move into this question of if Mencius is right, if our real experiences right now are telling us about the world, how can we live within uncertainty and how can we have meaningful lives? Mencius gives us one answer, and Cy and I are going to talk about whether we agree with it, pros and cons, and potential challenges to it. Mencius held that you can live within this world of uncertainty by cultivating responses that combine your emotion and reason in order to respond specifically to every single scenario you approach so that if uncertainty comes your way, you can combine and hone these senses to have the best response. You might be asking, how am I possibly supposed to do that? That sounds incredibly abstract. He gives us a means of doing it by honing this inherent goodness that he believes all humans have. So whether it's something as small as smiling at a stranger, you get this inherent kind of physical feeling, he says, when you do those kinds of acts. And if you can focus on recreating that in your everyday life, getting that physical feeling, you'll become more connected to your world and community and develop that goodness and that response that can help you cope with whatever comes your way. Saya, I wanna know your thoughts. Can you cultivate this goodness to be better connected to the world? Is this something you should try to do?
1: I like this approach. I think that it's making something positive out of something negative. My only problem with it, and this is also my problem with any case where people try to take the idea of inherent goodness and put it into a practical way to live your life, is that there's no such thing. And it's hard to define inherent goodness because not everyone agrees on what that is. So, for example, there's this quote from the book... The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt, that has always stuck with me, where the character is having all these feelings about how he doesn't believe that his heart can be trusted. I'm paraphrasing, but he says, why am I the way that I am? Why do I care about all the wrong things and nothing at all for the right ones? We can't make ourselves want what's good for us or want what's good for other people. We don't get to choose the people that we are. Every shrink, every career counselor, every Disney princess knows the answer to these questions. Be yourself, follow your heart. But what do you do if you have a heart that can't be trusted? What do you do if your better judgment is telling you to run straight into the fire instead of run towards what everyone agrees is good for society? Even though this character recognizes what is good and what is right, which would be a lot of the things that people preach, a comfortable life, a consistent life.
0: A lot of us can recognize that there's this universal idea of goodness and of a good life, the house with the white fence.
1: Yes, stability.
0: But... Even if we can recognize that such goodness exists potentially, do we all conform to it? Should we all conform to it? And how can we actually get ourselves to do that if it's just not what we believe in or desire? I think you're raising some really important questions because inherent in Mencius's philosophy and argument, you have to accept his premise that humans are all inherently good. And that's definitely a challenging one, given how every single day... We see evidence that that's not the case, but I think it's a very positive outlook on uncertainty because he's telling us the way to cope with uncertainty is to look within to find our goodness and cultivate that and hone that so that we can live these fulfilling lives.
1: It's important to note that he really focuses on connecting to your community. I think that is something that there's a lot of merit in and being there for other people and doing what you can for other people in order to find peace within yourself. I think that's such a good point. Because if this world is uncertain, then at least we know we're all in this uncertain world together, even though that's kind of cheesy. It makes sense that you would find peace in connecting to others, because then it reminds you that you're not the only one that's going through this.
0: What you're bringing up is that this is a potentially unifying concept, uncertainty. Whereas a lot of the 21st century is characterized by individualism and pursue that meaningful life for your own goals, for your own sake, and get ahead. And what Mencius reminds us of is we are united in this experience of uncertainty and a way to respond is by being a part of that group and community and contributing so that you can collectively deal with that uncertainty to summarize some of our ideas so far it seems like you and I agree on the fact that we're living in this world of uncertainty and that's just a reality we have to accept if we're going to lead meaningful lives there is that question though of inherent goodness can we accept that but even without that we can take on Mencius's other ideas of honing all aspects of your personality to be able to respond connect to the community be a part of something bigger and recognize your situation but then make the most of it
1: I think this is super applicable to what we're living through right now and everything I've experienced so far in this crazy time that we're living in is that Feeling connected to others and remembering that you are part of a larger society that's going through this whole thing is what makes you realize that all the small things that you thought were so certain that have suddenly vanished are not what matters. And what matters is that you can take, the, take events in stride as they happen and that you can respond and, and try to be there for everybody else as well. Try to focus on what you've learned and how you can use this as an opportunity to connect with more people. This is a time for collective
0: experience. Thinking beyond the pandemic, when we think about things like injustices or things that we think just shouldn't have happened, how can we address those? I think it's a matter of cultivating the right responses and then being a part of the effort to make sure those responses translate to our government, translate to our judicial systems. If you have some free time, maybe cultivating Mencius' inherent goodness is a bit too abstract to try to figure out on your own, but if you can take his idea of collective um, uncertainty into your life and try to bring that into contributing to
1: your community, I think that's something that we can all do right now. I think that the biggest takeaway from this is that you can find those things that he deems as inherent goodness within yourself, and again, as we've said, that's complicated because maybe you don't feel like those things that you want are good. But nonetheless, there are things that make you feel more connected to your community and make you remember that there is good out there, even though this world is really uncertain. The general idea of connecting to your community and pursuing those feelings of goodness within yourself are very valid.
0: We tried to answer two questions today. We tried to answer, do we live in an uncertain world? Seems like yes. And if so, how do we respond? That second question, I think there's still some room for discussion there. Just as a small note... This is a question that's discussed a lot in philosophy. We've brought up two thinkers, Mosey and Mencius, from the Confucian tradition, but looking forward, Machiavelli discusses this when he discusses his concept of fortuna, this idea of fate or greater unpredictability, and he advocates for a slightly different approach to responding, potentially a more negative, combative approach. This is an idea that philosophers have grappled with forever, and I think right now we're living in another opportunity to explore this question. There's definitely still room for discussion, but I think we've come to some pretty interesting ideas. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to our second episode. This has been Hot Philosophy. Saya, any
1: parting words? If you have any ideas for what else we should talk about, please let us know. We love hearing from our fans. (laughs) Love you guys. As
0: always, if you have comments, questions... Feel free to comment, reach out, and check us out at hotphilosophy.org. And we will see you on our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.